Hello, Pastor Frank here. Welcome to Love and Prayers and Healing. You know, I meditate on the name of the show. We have a, actually a group on Facebook I'd love for you to join. It's called Love, Prayers, and Healing. And my wife and I call it the LPH group. And we pray for you every day. I also have a group uh, called Inspirational Living that you might want to join. So you're alerted to whenever there is something that um, we produce, whether it's a book or a movie or whatever it is. I'd love for you to join. I'd love to pray for you every day. Of course, if you have a need, just let me know at frankjulian5 at gmail.com. Well, we are continuing our series on being in Christ. And what does it mean to be in Christ Jesus? And I tried to explain, you know, in the first program, but I'd like to recap a little. Maybe someone didn't hear the first program. It's like me being born into the Julian family. My name is Frank Julian. And I was just immersed into the family when I was born. And there's no way out unless I die. Um, but I don't mind dying spiritually and then being born again and becoming part of the family of Christ. And so there's no way to you, for you to get out of Adam's family. You know, there used to be a TV show called The Adam's Family. Well, that is who you were a part of <laughs> if you're not in Christ. Because Adam is the father of the family of man. And, and the fallen nature, the sin nature. But uh, in Christ, we're, we're a new creation. We, we're part of the new creation. And you have to die to the old man and rise to be in Christ in the new man. But there are tremendous, tremendous benefits. So I want to read our scripture for uh, this week. And it's from 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse number 22. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ, all are made alive. Now that is really, really powerful because, you know, we, we die in our sin. And the, God told uh, Adam, if you eat that fruit, you'll surely die. And he didn't die immediately. It took him about 900 years, but he did die. And that's when death came. And that was not God's plan. But in Adam, you know, we all die. But you can avoid that death without Christ by accepting Jesus into your heart and making him the Lord of your life and being born again into Christ. So as, as we read, for as in Adam all die, even so in Christ all are made alive. Now, what does that mean in a practical sense? Because as a pastor, as a nurse, as a husband, as a father, as a grandfather, there has to be a practical side to our spirituality. I, I don't like when it becomes too you know, wavy out there and we don't really have a, a corresponding action. So there is a scripture from Romans chapter 8 and verse 28 that I want you to think on in relationship to being alive for Christ. Because when you, 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 you give your life to Christ, when you're, you're dead to Adam, you're alive for Christ. And so in a sense, you're turning your will over to his will. Say, thy will be done. Whatever he wants, whatever Father God wants through Jesus, you do. And as obedient children of God, we're blessed with life and that more abundantly. But I want to be practical. And I was thinking of Romans 8 and verse 28. It says, all things work together for good to them that love God. It's priority number one, you must love God. And who are called according to his purpose. So when you're made alive with, with God in Christ, your life has purpose. People without Christ and without God have no hope. They have no vision. They're aimlessly working, paying bills, living, quite honestly, sometimes a miserable life 
and they turn to drugs and alcohol to self-medicate, to numb themselves. But in Christ, when you seek Christ and his will for your life, God will bring it all together for good and you will have purpose. And even if, let's say, you make a mistake, which we're all capable of and we all do, unfortunately, God is able to work that together for good. He's able to fix that. Oh, I'm so grateful for his mercy. It endures forever. He's good and his mercy endures forever. (laughs) He wants us to believe he's a good God. He wants us to believe that he loves us. He's not there with a baseball bat to hit us over the head. He doesn't condemn us, like I said a couple weeks ago. And he doesn't reject us. He loves us. We're beloved. We're accepted into the beloved. And also he gives us purpose in Christ. What a wonderful one. My life has had such purpose. I really came to the Lord, really, I believe, as a young child, but I was baptized in the Holy Spirit in college, and my life took a radically different course. I was, oh, I was going to be a nurse anesthetist and make a lot of money. (laughs) Well, I became a nurse. I thought, oh, well, Lord, and I was walking home from the library one time, and I heard, I heard, I didn't hear audibly, but for the clearest time, for the first time, I really hear God, he said, you'll never be an anesthetist. And I said, well, why am I going to, I don't want to be a nurse. But by the end of nursing school, I got accepted to the big university here in their school of anesthesia. And I turned it down. But I had found Christ. I was engaged. I was living a purposeful life. I knew eventually I would enter the ministry. And I want you to know something, that he did work it all together for good for me. And he'll do the same for you. If you love God and you just say, I love you, I love, I sometimes I put my head on the pillow at the end of the night and just say, I love you, Jesus. And You know, what a wonderful, wonderful thing to be loved by God and to love God with all your heart, mind, body, and soul, and to know that if you love God and are called according to his purpose, he will work all things together for good. I want to pray for you. Father, if there's someone out there who's feeling like their life's a mess, give them peace and joy and love in the Holy Spirit and know that you'll work that out for good. You care for them. In Jesus' name. And also, I want to make sure that you know Christ. Sometimes people just start this program for the first time and make sure Jesus is in your heart. He's Lord of your life. He forgave you for your sins. And you've got this new resurrection life inside of you. Once you know that and you begin to this walk with Christ, you have, you're alive. You come alive. I'm alive. And I love living until I go to be with him. And you will too. And he'll take all the parts of your life and work them together for good because he loves you. And you're called according to his purpose. There's nothing more fulfilling than that. Father, make it plain. Make the vision plain that they may run with it. In Jesus' name, please go to my new website, frankjulianministries.com. Buy one of the books. See the movie. Oh, I just would love to come and speak at your church. But whatever, God's doing a marvelous thing. And please tell others about the podcast, please. And write me at frankjulian5 at gmail.com. And thank you for tuning in. And call a friend. Tell them about the program. Amen. Have a wonderful week. Bye for now.